money. Money is the tool that's going to get you to where you want to get to in life, to, to focus on what matters most to you, to, to mm -hmm. see that and feel that kind of shifting, like dollars lost on a statement, news right. is telling you markets are going down. It, this is so very natural and human to boil up with emotion and go, mm -hmm. my gosh, do I need to be doing something different? Uh, what, right. what are we doing about this? This is what I'm hearing. Is this true? Hi, everyone, and welcome to AB Conversations, where we will help you CFP your way out of it, a podcast where you get into the minds of a couple certified financial planners on how we think and feel about everyday financial planning questions and what should really matter most to you. A healthier financial life starts now. Hey, hey Ben. Welcome back. Podcast Friday. Let's jump right in. I'm excited to get through this one. I think it's so very timely. Very, very. So as most people are probably aware at this point that are listening, we are officially in a bear market. It's all over every piece of news uh, that you could read or see or hear out there. Um, and that's mm -hmm. going to be our focus today. Just the, the media, how some sensationalism grabs eyeballs and it elicits certain responses that may not necessarily uh, be the most comfortable for people to kind of see and feel. Um, and our role in that process for them, we, we wanna help be a filter to try to figure yeah. out what's actually important to them and their situation rather than just reacting to, you know, a piece of, of information that they see or hear on the internet or, you know, on the news station. Yeah, why, why are we here? We are here to really help people through the tougher parts of life to stay focused on what they need to stay focused on. And I think this period of time, much like it was in 2020 and 2018, mm -hmm. the year, you know, two years before that, mm -hmm. these are really emotional times. And yeah. if we are honest about how we absorb information, even if you're not seeking it out, the media right. does a really good job of playing with our emotions. And I'm going to use the word manipulating us. Mm -hmm. And that's not, that's not to say what is going on right now is something that we shouldn't care about or shouldn't pay right. attention to. Right. But our job and what we want to talk about today is the way that we can be here to help people filter some of that out or the questions they can really ask themselves before they read something or while they're reading something or the things that they can try to put in perspective as they go about saying, does this matter to me or does it not? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I feel, I feel uh, extremely qualified to talk about this subject just because I am a cynic <laughs> at heart, right? I, when it comes to anything, I'm always thinking, mm, really? So when it comes to, to, you know, news headlines, the clickbait titles of certain articles, just things like that, it always, it, 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 I think we've had this conversation, but it, it just makes my blood boil to see some of these things that get put out there, the things that clients share with us. Um, and it just, it irks me to yeah. no end. So to, to all our listeners, right? Permission to be emotional. Uh, yeah. It's human, right? I, I think anytime we're talking about money, money is the tool that's going to get you to where you want to get to in life, to, to focus on what matters most to you, to to see mm -hmm. that and feel that kind of shifting, like dollars lost on a statement, news right. is telling you markets are going down. It, this is so very natural and human to 
boil up with emotion and go, mm -hmm. my gosh, do I need to be doing something different? Uh, what, right. what are we doing about this? This is what I'm hearing. Is this true? Let's, let's just start right there. Anytime there's a, there's a piece of news out there, I think it's really important to go, well, why was this written? Right. So the first thing mm -hmm. for me, you being a great cynic, you can add this list. Is this somebody's opinion? Is it mm -hmm. somebody's perspective? Are they making some sort of project prediction or projection? Or yeah. are they stating facts? Yeah, that's that's a good first list of questions, because obviously anything leading up to if it's not necessarily a fact, then I, I immediately think, what's in it for this person? Who, who are they speaking to? Is it just a, a broad audience? Does it matter if they're making this prediction? As you said, that's what popped into my head. And oftentimes there's a, there's a joke, there's a joke, there's a saying for us, right? The, I don't know who it applies to, but the economists, I'm using air quotes around economists have predicted, you know, 20 of the last two recessions because yeah. you can, you can call for the end of the world from a financial standpoint as many times as you want, you only need to get that right once for now your name to be in print and say, this person predicted this, but all the times right. that they were potentially wrong, doesn't matter. Yeah. And it's, it's not, it's, it's, I'm hopeful that this is helping people kind of frame before you go into that mode of does this matter to me, it is to frame it up and recognize, yeah, is this clickbait? Do, are they, are they putting things out for ratings, promoting something that's underlying? Are these, is this an ad to get you to do something different? Right. A right. lot of a lot of what information is supposed to do is elicit some sort of response, yeah. usually a negative negative one, to be honest. <laughs> and, and studies will show that, you know, how people then interact with that information is what's going to drive something else to happen. So we have to be careful about that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll throw this out there just on, on to piggyback on that. And it's it, it, it didn't necessarily surprise me, but it was still just eye-opening completely. Um, going back a couple of years, there was the study, I think it was Facebook, um, the news came out that they shared negative posts or things that elicit uh, either anger or just a negative upset emotion in people. That's what got the most engagement. That's what people interacted with on social media. So those items are what got in the algorithm in front of your social media feed. And I think just generally the news is no different at this point where just those items that elicit a strong emotion, it, yeah. it grabs your attention. And ultimately that's, that's the media's role is hopefully number one to just share information, right? Share facts and then let us try to figure out what does that mean for us? Um, but oftentimes there is certainly ulterior motives that as many eyeballs as we can get, it doesn't matter what we're saying as long as we can sell advertising dollars. Again, this is me being a cynic. Um, that is their business model. That's how they make money. Can you, I don't remember reading this, but I know that you shared it with me. So I'm going to put you on the spot. You had seen mm -hmm. some sort of study on, on the usage of the words like breaking news or. Oh, yeah. Um, can you share yeah. that? I'm not remembering the details. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know the exact, there, there was, I'm not sure who put it out, but they were, they were looking at CNN in particular using the breaking news, you know, the, the red box at the bottom. Um, and it was just tracking how many times that it was used over the last couple of years. And it was some astronomical number and they were pinpointing and there was like screenshots of certain news alerts that had the breaking news context or the breaking news kind of alert with it that number one may not even have been breaking news and number two weren't even remotely <laughs> important to the grand scheme of things. So 
it's just the overuse of certain things. We, I, there's, there's a, there's an index. I'm not sure who puts it out on CNBC. They track how many times the, you know, the headline of markets in turmoil as a, as a way to kind of track yeah. just sentiment in the market. Um, and oftentimes it's a contrarian signal, right? You have enough, enough negative headline news, enough people running for the exits. Usually that means we're probably getting closer to a bottom and things will start to rebound. Who knows if that's true this time around, but it's, it's just interesting to see the usage of certain words that are there again, just to, to grab your attention um, and, and pull you in. And I think that, so I think that speaks so much to where we are at right now. And, and we, we speak from a very narrow moat here of our sure. client base and the interactions yeah. we have with them. Um, so I, I think to those that aren't working with us, this is still probably true, um, but I'm not certain of that. But the point is many people want to be in the know, mm-hmm. right? There, there is a degree when, when you have gotten to a phase of life where you may feel like you have enough or you're, you've gotten to a certain point where you are comfortable, the fear of feeling like I'm going to have to leave that space because things yeah. aren't going well. You, you want to pay attention. You want to read things. You want to say, well, is this time different now, right? Mm-hmm. We're, we're human. I think all of those things are really common. But if we can shift yeah. this back to financial planning, I'll, I'll kind of put it back to you. We want to be the vessel to kind of filter that information. Yeah. And that's, that's the hard part because we can't control all the things that you see. And now there seems to be more of it. And now it right. seems to be even more sensationalized when it probably has to boil down to two questions. What does this mean for you? And do you need to do anything about it? Yeah, yes. Uh, I'm thinking a conversation I had yesterday with a client that was, he shared with me, I don't, I don't check my balances on a daily basis. You know, I'll check it somewhat infrequently. Maybe it's weekly, maybe it's monthly. But he said it, it's gotten to the point now where I, I watch the news and I'm seeing these headlines and it, made, it makes me feel scared and depressed at this point just to see all of yeah. this, the negative headlines. And it's at this point, here we are, you know, six months from the, the last market peak beginning of January. And it just feels like it's never going to stop, right? We're just going to continue to have this volatility. Things are just going to continue to go down. And even to the point where someone who, isn't as plugged in, doesn't check it on a regular basis because he knows himself, I don't, I don't need to check this on a regular basis, is having a hard time avoiding the negative emotions that come along with this, even when he's actively trying to not seek it out, like try, trying to keep it off of his radar. Um, but what you said there, those questions on what does it mean and what, or I guess, is it important? And then what, what should I do, if anything, about it? Ultimately, that's where we want to be that filter for people. So unlike, you know, the the social media or unlike the news that is just blasting this information out to every single person that that wants to listen to it, we want to be the filter for our relationships. Yeah. The whole point of why why we lead with planning is so that we understand their situation so that we can try to parse out, is this something that is going to affect you? And even when, even when these news stories are facts, right? Even when yeah. everything is true, Bingo. It's, it still needs to come back to, okay, but then what? Is this something we need to worry about? Is this something that we, or is there something then that we need to change or address based off of that information? And oftentimes the answer is no, but that's where we want to play that role to help figure yeah. that out. Because I think people with, without 
any information without any context, people assume the worst. They, they think about the, the worst possible outcome. I love everything you just said. And it, it's, it, it's welling up in me that comment of like, we, we do, we, it's going to sound cheesy. We want to hold your hand through that and go yeah. back to the main point. I mean, this is why we talk about, is this money you need to touch right now? Or is this long-term money? You know, you have, I know the person you're talking about, there's, there's cash in the bank. You're, you're okay. Mm -hmm. It is yeah. hard to remember that this is a point in time. We are in a right. moment in time and nobody knows what's going forward. And we can look back and get frustrated and go, man, we should have predicted this in mm -hmm. some ways. Yeah. We knew there were supply chain issues. We knew COVID was still around in China. We, the, the war was unpredicted, but you know, yeah. we knew that there was going to be some dominoes for that. It, it all mm -hmm. feels heavy right now, but it's a moment in time. Yeah. So if nothing else, we want to provide the context of these things happen. Here's what's happened in the past and what it may mean moving forward. But we've prepared for this, and that's why the plan exists. And if we can keep our focus on that, all these inputs of information and fear and news articles, is it affecting this baseline plan? Do you need to touch this money now? Do you need to do something different? More often than not, the answer is no. And that's right. good. That's why right. you had the plan. That yeah. You know, you're sitting in this lifeboat. You don't want to jump out of the lifeboat, even when the storm's coming and you're taking on water. Yeah. And I, it, you know, it, it often, it, it just feels anticlimactic, right? It, or just, it just doesn't feel as impactful to get to the end of that and feel that doing nothing is the correct response, right? It just, the, the emotional and psychological side of, I just, I want to do something that it feels like I have some level of control over anything at this point. And that's why I hope people will continue to take the calls or listen to what we do or, or feel comfortable reaching out to us or share the articles that they have. It's okay if the end result is we're not going to do anything with this, but between how you feel today and doing nothing, a lot of conversation can happen there to put you in a better spot with how to digest this. Mm -hmm. And that's the key. It's okay yeah. to, if the end result is doing nothing, let's still have the conversation. Because yeah. I, think, I think I said it to you before we jumped on here. Worse than no information is misinformation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. So if you're dealing with misinformation and then we don't provide you with any information, even if it's stuff you already, yeah, I remember we talked about that. Or, right. Yes. Right. That makes me feel better. That's what needs to happen to get you to the end of this, where now you're going to see, I'm looking at CNBC right now. You're going to see red. Or you're going to see that breaking, what you say, breaking news, market turmoil and go, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm okay. I think yeah. I'm okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I feel like I just talked for five minutes very <laughs> passionately and now I'm, I'm like, <laughs> what am I passing back? To? Yeah. Um, I don't know. We can, maybe we can just wrap it up with that. We, we want to be the source of that information. It's okay to have conversations, even if you feel like. I know you've told me this. I know we have a plan. Right. I don't always remember what it means. Let's talk about it. That way, anything else that you're hearing, you can ask those two questions. What does it mean to you and do you need to do anything? Yeah, and, and I think we kind of alluded to this, but we'll say it explicitly. For, for anybody that's listening, if you see a headline or you, you see an article and you just want to kind of run it by us, hey, guys, what, what do you think? What does this mean for me? Please, that is why we are here. Um, yeah. we, we want to be that filter because absent of that information, again, we, we, we don't want people to feel like they're on an Island and have these, these negative emotions. When if, if people have worked with us for a fair amount of time and we've gone through that planning process, 
we hope that that foundation is there, that these, even these inputs, and if they are negative, that it's not catastrophic to their financial plan and, and to their, you know, financial lives moving forward. Yeah. And I'll, maybe I'll, I'll, this will be my last thing. Hope is not a strategy. We know that, mm. right? So it's, mm -hmm. it's not again to diminish it or go just blanketly, everything's going to be okay. We don't need to worry about it. Right. However, when we know how you're feeling, we can have deeper conversations of, okay, let's take that and let's put that into context. Here's what we know historically. Here's what we're seeing. We can get into the weeds with some of this data yeah. stuff. We do that. Right. We'll put out a call next week. But yeah. um, I think your, your point is, if you read that, use that as the catalyst to reach out to us and go, what do you think? Here's how I'm feeling. And let's just do it. Let's hold hand. Yeah. We'll hold your hand and walk you through it. Yeah, you often say, and I, I don't know if this ends up in any of the marketing material or on the website or anything like that, but part of our role as financial planners is not necessarily, certainly we want to keep you on the right path and we want to point you in a positive direction, but oftentimes it is just avoiding those dark alleys, right? That's, that's yeah. the terminology. Keep you from going down a path that we believe is, is not in your best interest. And oftentimes those, those opportunities to divert from the right path are at these emotional times where just it's it's the emotional component that can really wreak havoc on your long-term plan without some discipline and context perspective and just having hopefully us just to be able to hold their hand through a process. Yeah. It's a point in time we're gonna get through it. Yep. Yep. As always, appreciate your insight. I appreciate Thank you being you. cynic when you read these things and leading by example. <laughs> This is probably one of my more passionate podcasts. <laughs> uh, I hope it was helpful for everybody. Thank you for all you do. Thank you. Bye. See ya. Hey, everyone. Adam and I really appreciate you tuning in. Please note that the opinions we voiced in the show are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be most appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, your accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to making any decisions or investing. Thanks for listening.